You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code PLAY for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Hey, Flaunt Your Fire listeners. I have a big favor to ask of you today. If you have been getting value out of this podcast and enjoying the conversations that we're having here, I am going to ask you to head over and scroll down to the bottom where you can see stars and leave us a star rating and a written review for the podcast. It would mean the world to us. Star rating and reviews ensure that we can get in front of more listeners like yourself to support them in flaunting their fire. And it also ensures that we're able to be able to have more giveaways here on the podcast and bring more goodies to you because we know you love that. So if you'd like more giveaways like our Being Boss giveaway, and if you want to support others and being able to hear the podcast, or if you've just enjoyed it, we'd really appreciate you leaving us a star rating and review. And if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I'm looking and I can't see where this is, help. <laughs> Head over to ratethispodcast.com slash fire. I promise I won't interrupt your listening. Um, you'll still be able to hear me talking to you and the episode starting. And from there, you will see instructions as well as a link on how to leave your rating and review. Again, and that it's ratethispodcast.com slash fire. Let's get this show on the road. Welcome back to the Flaunt Your Fire podcast, where we explore what it means to be marketed and branded in a way that unapologetically flaunts the fire that fuels your business. Here we say goodbye to stereotypes and societal boxes as you begin to attract the right people, your people. This is where you and your team get to be yourselves as you serve the people that light your fire. I am your host and CEO of Flaunt Your Fire, India Jackson, and today I am joined by our co-host, Erica Corday, and co-founder of the Pause and the Play community. Welcome back to the show, Erica. I It's been a while since you've been here, so I'm glad I you're know. back. I miss y'all. I know, right? It's been interesting, though. We've both been doing some pretty cool things. Um separately and having some interesting guests and you've been diving into some conversation over at pause on the play I've been diving into some different conversations here that really have taken off and kind of started a bit of a movement 
it's interesting, you know, to me, the thing is always that like conversation, like it's a catalyst, like it does things. And, you know, when you're at a point that conversation is kind of the only thing that you have to keep your connection, it's like, it's real. It, it is real. Yeah. So I know that on our own, because we are actually like real friends off the podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been talking about podcasting and how that's like completely changed our lives in ways that we didn't expect. So I thought it'd be cool to bring an episode here about that because right now in current times, while this might be released a little bit later, everybody is like trying to get on podcasts or start and launch their own podcast with this extra time that they have during quarantine. And I think we both drew the conclusion over the last few weeks that people really um, may not know what it means to be a podcaster. That might mean like 50 different things to 50 different people. And I also think like until you're in this, you don't know what it really looks like. You have no, it's, it feels like that old uh, show, The Real World. It would be like, you think you know, but you have no idea. This is me dating myself. This was back when MTV still kind of played some music, but you know, like I, I think being a podcaster is something that people have, they have real preconceived notions as to what it is, what it looks like, how it happens, what the process is and what that, you know, tag of being that actually means. And it is not, I'm not going to say it wasn't what I thought it was, but it kind of, no, it wasn't. It wasn't what I thought. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) No, and it's not in a bad way. I love doing it, but it is very, very different and much more in depth, at least the way that, I do it and, you know, we, for the most part, do a lot of our stuff very similar, if not the same. Um, But, I mean, there are some people that I'm sure might have different opinions, but it's, it's, it's much more work and much more effort and much more intentionality than I think people think it is to just get on and talk. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when we first started podcasting, we were literally going to do a blog post and I'm like, fuck this shit. I hate writing. Let's just talk about. (laughs) Yep. And to come like full circle, you know, you don't realize unlike the blog post, this costs money. You know, it costs a lot of money, a lot more money than people think. And, you know, I mean, you don't, you can do it simply where you just are releasing episodes and. Um, You don't have intro music, you don't have outro music, you don't have show notes, you know, those are all ways of cutting cost. Uh, Just being real about that. Um, There's no right or wrong way to do podcasting. But once you start adding in music, having to edit it, having those like soft fades, a transition after the intro music Mm -hmm. (laughs) into like the talking all of that stuff um, adds up into time and money. And like, if you're already a busy entrepreneur or have a full-time career, then it looks like adding on team to write your show notes or to do your transcripts. We've tried a lot of different things along the way too. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. Well, but it goes with exactly what you said. There's no one way and you're trying to figure out what works for you. Yeah, I mean, 
And it's a constant evolution because I've seen us both add on and remove and add on and remove (laughs) as we, you know, get more comfortable in what we're doing and really just start to see what feels good for us and also what our audience likes. Um, It's been interesting. (laughs) It's one of those things that... I mean, you really do have to kind of test it because, for example, some people will do seasons. Some people do just, uh, I'm just going ham and I just do however often I do it and I just go continuously. Some people um, have full transcripts. Some people just have kind of like, you know, condensed, almost like bullet points, the important things or timestamps or any iteration of how that can be put together and uh, you know, the different places that you can actually have it processed through before it goes live, the different platforms that you can listen to it through. There are so many ways that you put your puzzle together. And the only way that you can figure out what works for you and your process, um, your audience that you're getting it to, and however that you do it, like guest or no guest and those kinds of things, is is to try it. Like some of these things has just been like a, not, truly throwing spaghetti at the wall, but like, well, fuck it. We're going to try it and see what happens because there's no way to know. And even, I think that's going to be a constant evolution because you don't know. None of, oh hell, this is right now what's going on is proof. Don't nobody know? We're just trying to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, I like to think of it as like a, a little bit of a science experiment. You know? Yeah, People can kind of think like, I have to have it all figured out. And I just don't, I don't agree with that. I think that being able to experiment gives you data. Data is important. Data informs educated decisions instead of emotional decisions. But if we don't try anything, then we're just working with what we've always done. Um, I'm curious to know from like a, like embodying being a podcaster, like what do you feel like that meant to you before you started doing this? (laughs) Um, I think before I started doing it, it was literally just kind of getting on and listening to it. But when I started to do it, um, like I think there was a difference in what it felt like just being the person listening. It seemed like this very abstract thing. And even though I knew that anybody could technically start one, it kind of felt like this, like, Ooh, you have a podcast. And then I got in it like, like, yeah. So I was like, okay. And then when I started it, like it took a while before it sunk in like yo you got a podcast and in the beginning it was legitimately just i got shit to say here you go and it was a platform and it still is a platform but it has kind of evolved in how the platform is used um but i think there is this kind of almost elusive nature when you start it. And that's part of what, in my opinion, adds to the pieces that are lost on people of what they don't understand that it actually means. That's just like someone saying, I want to be famous and I want to be a singer. And it's like, you don't know what that means. It's just a, a random you don't know concept. what their life looks like. You're right. Looking it's, at it from like the outside. It's so different. <laughs> yes. Like that's abstract as fuck. Like that doesn't mean anything. Like you don't know what actually goes into that. And I, this is kind of the same thing to me in the sense that I'm like, you don't know the time and effort of having to learn how to do these things or paying for someone else to do it. And this is where I'm also going to say, whether it's podcasting or anything else I am an advocate for like 
kind of knowing something before I give it to somebody else. I like to have a point of reference. Maybe that's just me, but like, I don't want to just be like, here, I don't want to touch this, but I have no idea what I'm actually giving you. And I can't have a real expectation on it if I don't have a point of reference. So, you know, it took time and effort to learn stuff and then to be like, oh, okay, there are ways that I can do this and it don't have to sound like this all the time or it doesn't have to be done this one way. And it's just, it's one of those things that you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that neither one of us started out thinking we wanted to be a podcast. It just kind of happened, which mm-hmm. might be the differential there. Though I was listening to podcasts for a long time before we started doing this. Um, <laughs> actually, I listened to Christine Hassler a lot. Um, that's somebody that if you're into hearing like live coaching and hearing somebody coach people through literally working through their bullshit and their head trash on the episode – like she's a great one to listen to. And I really enjoyed her podcast. I don't even remember how I found it. Um, but, but the thing <laughs> is, is that was different to just be the person listening and taking it in versus like, oh, now I am that person and I'm still taking yes. it in. And so how do you reconcile? Because because like then you know too much and it changes well, things. And I also think from that perspective, I was listening to literally one person. So I hadn't heard all of like the podcasts or Christmas past, you know, (laughs) but there's so many like podcasters that go out there and say, I'm going to do this. And then they don't have a strategy or they don't have um, a system in place or are doing it in a very organized and batched kind of way. And then they burn themselves out because it's like, it's all or it's nothing. It's all or it's nothing. Or they haven't figured out how to do it in a way that brings traffic to their website, that brings business to their company. Um, And therefore, like podcasts can eat a lot of money. So if you're out here and you have not stepped into this world yet and you're listening right now, no, this takes a lot of money to bring to you every week. Um, just editing alone, like the average price is about $1,000 a month for four episodes. If you're doing a weekly podcast, which you and I both do, Erica, um, as we release every week, that's $1,000 a month. That's $12,000 a year if you don't take any breaks, just in editing the episode. We're not talking about advertising it. We're not talking about the time that it goes into finding the right guest, curating what you're going to talk about the guests. Um, you and I are very similar in a way where we don't just randomly have people come on the podcast. We either know them well, like them and trust them well, or we get to know them through a deep, meaningful conversation beforehand. That takes time too. And well, I mean, time isn't money, but you can't get your time back. There's a lot of layers. It might not be truly money, but time is a form of currency. It is something that is spendable, savable, and wasteable. (laughs) So it it is. And I'm you can tell me if you agree. I'm gonna say that I think a podcast, as much as I love the platform, the ability to um uh, to to amplify your voice and those that maybe are a part of it with you, and to get that to people regardless of your um geographical location, a podcast is a paid lead magnet. 
I'm going to repeat that. A podcast is a paid lead magnet. A lead magnet is something that draws people to you as an individual business entity, a, a actual business entity that maybe involves other people or is bigger than just you, but it is something that is drawing people to you to convert in some kind of way to do something, whatever that something is. Please don't think that this is just us for shits and giggles, just feeling like we want to talk. This shit is business. Well, and it's also, you know, I'm going to agree. It's a paid lead magnet. It's paid advertising in a very like more soft and hosted on your own platform kind of way. But I'm also going to say like, I didn't understand from the outside looking in. It's how I stepped in this. Like, it costs money. It costs time. It's incredible opportunity. It opens up a whole new world to you. But it also is like a part time job. Honestly, (laughs) it is. And I I didn't know the cost and the investment of um all of the pieces that went into it. And I am someone that likes to talk, and I will talk for free, but. I am paying to talk and be yeah, heard. Yeah, we're paying to talk to each other. <laughs> so just say it. <laughs> just say it. But yes. it's, you know, and, and this is, again, like, this is not me saying that I, I mean, because the reality is, is a lot of what I do. Like, when I talk to people, I will have a lot of conversations and, and I do give value for free because this is value. But this is a paid part of how you know a business markets itself and it's yes it's mission and i absolutely want lutely want to make sure that piece i know we've been on the paid part and money part for a little bit but i want to make sure that's not lost because i see a lot happening right now where people are either launching podcast and are not prepared for the cost um and the amount of time and what I don't want to see is more people start podcast just to be done podcasting in another 90 days. This is where yeah. strategy has to come in to make sure that you're getting ratings and reviews, to make sure that you're getting your listeners up, to make sure that you are making an ask. Like we don't take it lightly that every episode, no matter whether I have a guest or not a guest, whether Erica has a guest or is by herself on pause in the play. There is always an ask at the end to sign up for something that we are selling, to join a program that we're launching, to join our community pause on the play. That's for a reason because this podcast, in order to be able to come every week and to support you with tips and conversations that change your life and elevate your business, you know, it costs us money to give this value to you. So when somebody can say a thank you by leaving that rating and review, when somebody can say thank you by sharing it with a friend who happens to sign up for one of our programs, that makes sure that we can still continue to show up every week. And as I see people launching things, you know, I want them to hear, I want you to hear if you're launching a podcast right now, you have to make ass. A, because you need to be able to fuel the actual podcast staying alive long-term. B, because energetically you are pouring your heart into this. Nobody shows up and puts their voice on something to half-ass this shit, right? I mean, we definitely don't. No. So you want to feel like energetically it's a good exchange because other than that, 
you can kind of put yourself in a place where emotionally you're burned out and feeling like you're give, give, giving, and you're not getting anything back. Not even a, I like the podcast or thank you for that episode. That's tough long-term. Um, but then the beauty of that as well is I feel like it positions you to a place where you can really just create like this, uh, this online economy at a price point that maybe people can't otherwise afford your higher end packages or your higher end services. Sometimes giving to a podcaster literally could just be the three seconds it takes while you're listening to go write the review, like just continue to listen and go write the review and leave a rating goes a long way. I don't know. What are you seeing out there in terms of like that energy exchange that can come up (laughs) that gives people podcast burnout? Well, because there's a point to where nobody nobody hops in front of a mic just to talk to feel like they're talking into the ether. And so if you don't see the ratings, if you don't see the reviews, if people aren't sharing it so that, you know, you can broaden your reach and, you know, ultimately, especially if it's not able to actually go back to whatever your product or service is, there's a point that you can feel like, does anybody care? Are they hearing me? Is this falling on deaf ears? Am I talking about the right things? And so a part of it is people actually being interactive to make sure that they're getting what they need out of it by actually speaking up and being a part of a conversation and not having this person feel like they're just talking to themselves. And again, it's, it's not free. And so these are things that we are doing that you can access without having to pay like actual money for them. But what you're doing that can be reciprocal is that rating, is that review, is subscribing, is sharing it with someone, is actually, you know, hitting reply if someone sends it to you in an email and telling them what you think or what you really want to hear about what's grinding your gears, whatever, showing up on that Instagram post talking about, oh, I listen, this was so great, blah, 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 whatever. But if there's never a place where this person feels as though there are people on the other side that are hearing it and getting it and want more of it, that, that can bring up, to me, it can bring up imposter syndrome if you're not careful. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I think the other thing that stands out to me too is like the other side of what I'm seeing people do right now is like, you know what? I'm not really sure if I want to start a podcast yet because I haven't even been interviewed on one. So let me go ahead and pitch myself to podcasters. And I think that there's a lot that goes into that as well. Um, So just having awareness that if you're pitching someone, A, you know, a great place to start is to really ask yourself, like, (laughs) do they even accept pitches? You know, just because a podcast has guests doesn't mean that those guests were not by invitation only. I know for you and I both at this point, everyone that has been on our podcast, we personally invited. Um, It wasn't because they pitched us. And I think another thing that stands out to me as well is that awareness. Like you don't know what you don't know, right? So if you don't know that having the podcast can cost a business total, you know, sometimes $2,000 a month to have when you factor in editing, you factor in the podcast graphics, the time, the energy, all that good stuff. You're literally asking somebody for a slice of a $2,000 pie 
to sell or pitch whatever it is that you do to their listeners. So I just kind of want your thoughts on that of like, (laughs) how do you, like, how have you felt when you've had people pitch you and what is it that you wish that the people out there who are going to use this time to pitch themselves to be interviewed, what do you wish they knew? Um, one of the big things for me is I don't like blanket, um, pitches. I don't like where it feels like you just send this to everybody. First of all, I don't like the way it feels because I like things to feel more intimate and more personal. And so I don't like when it kind of feels cold because more often than not, it isn't even just the fact that maybe it feels like a copy paste. It's the fact that it felt like I was one of 50 other people that you sent it to because I was just another number. I and my show and my listeners didn't matter, but yet you want something from me. You want me to pay to give you a platform and to advertise you. And so that doesn't work well, real well. Um, And that's where I can say that I think actually getting it from an agency can work if done well. Um, But I've received it and it has not gone well sometimes. So, (laughs) um, and so that's where like, I I definitely do prefer um, like an actual person talking to me. However, agency or individual person, can you please listen to my podcast or know something about me before you come asking to be on my podcast? Facts. Like why? So here's where I go into like a strategy and a plan. Just because you have extra free time right now doesn't mean you should just keep throwing spaghetti at the wall and doing anything. Like really ask yourself, is the time I'm about to invest in something going to get me the results that I want? And how can you truly assess the answer to that question and give yourself a real honest, like detailed answer? If you're pitching yourself to be on a TV show or to be on somebody's Instagram live or to do an online training or to be on a podcast and you have no idea what it's about, you have never listened to an episode, you've not taken a look at who the other speakers are, if it's a presentation, um, and you really don't know the demographic because from a marketing standpoint, if the demographic that's paying attention to that is not yours, then you're probably not going to convert them well. And even if you do convert people, they're going to be people who probably don't feel aligned for you and your brand to work with. So yes, there's like that emotional piece of <laughs> you're going to ask me to be on my podcast and you ain't never even listened to the fuck out of here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like you don't, you don't, you don't know what I do anything. Damn. You just going to show up and be like, but I'm saying, can I show my people? Can I, can I, can I tell, talk about what I do? I mean, like, I, I, I know we even do the same thing, but I mean, I could talk about me. Right. So give me say what? Like fr- from an emotional standpoint, like fuck out of here. What are you doing? Like, wow. especially those that are pitching people who do the exact same thing, or I won't say the exact same thing, but you're in the same industry. It's like, but you're my competitor. I do believe in community over competition, but I don't even know you like that. But from the other standpoint of it, of a strategy, like business strategy, like you're not even making, in my opinion, smart decisions of, of using your time and maximizing that time management right now, because how can you truly do, know that you've picked the correct podcast? Not that there's a right or wrong, but you've picked the things that are going to get you the highest return on investment if you haven't investigated what that investment even is, well, like you have to look into these things. 
It's that. And here's another thing on top of that, because I think that that's a piece of it. But I also feel like I've had people come to me. um, Like I have one that it has yet to be recorded. It'll be coming up soon. And what she does, we have some things in common, but with what she does, I'm like, we can talk about this. We can focus on this. This works. But then there was somebody else where I was just kind of like, so this has nothing to do with me, nothing to do with what I talk about. And so you just, you just want to come in and we just going to send in your stuff and I don't know you and I have no point. No, I don't like, please don't come to me. Just like, it's like the me show. Don't come. I got this coming and I, this is going to be great. And I, I'm doing this and I, 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 I said, no, <laughs> I had to literally put my hand on my head when I had somebody um, come and ask to go through their case studies of success stories with their clients on this podcast. And I'm like, so what does my listener get out of listening to that? Girl, bye. What do you, what do you, I mean, not to say it's about me because everything that we really try to do here is to support those of you listening. Absolutely. I don't even get anything out of this. So what are we doing here? No one gets anything out of this, but you. So I'm going to let you realize that you've came asking for stuff. Right. You basically (laughs) like, can I get a 30 minute commercial for me? And you get nothing. I'm not doing that shit. This no. That's called a sponsored ad. People right, you those. can. You, I was getting ready to say. Now <laughs> we can pay, and we could talk about whether or not it's a line, and if that'll work. But that is very different than coming and saying, "Hey, I want to be a guest." It, you don't come into somebody's house as a guest and say, "Oh, can I can I have this here on the shelf? Um, can I have that gallon of iced tea in the refrigerator and that potato salad? You just can I just take all that with me? Excuse I'm me? about to take three plates <laughs> home for my family when I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> No, it's your rude ass. Goodbye. You do not get the plate with the foil on it. You got to go. You got to go. Okay, let's roll with that for a second because I know we're hitting like our hard stop time. (laughs) If you would not do that in somebody's house, then think about that when you're looking to pitch yourself. If if you decided, you know what, I'm going to use this time to pitch and you're going to come over to somebody's party, what do you do? Like you... At the party, like you bring a gift, a host gift. You bring a bottle of wine if they drink, or you bring mm-hmm. some chips, something. I mean, the chips sure. might cost you a dollar bag, but you bought something to contribute the to the party. Something. Don't show up empty-handed. Nine times out of ten, you've checked with another friend to find out like what's the dress code. You know who's gonna be there. What do they do? Mm-hmm. Something like. Let's start to think about the fact that podcasters are still humans. Their platform, their listeners, they're still humans. So you want to still treat it like you're going to the party. The podcast host is the host of the party. They get to decide whether or not you get to be in on the fun or not. So (laughs) you might want to consider how do you show up as a guest to a party um, that your dream client is hosting. And don't leave a bad taste in their mouth because you won't get invited back. And you might not get invited to anything that anybody else that they know does either because bad word travels fast. Yes. You know, being real about that, it's the podcasters who send you the thank you card, which is not required, by the way. But, you know, that 
say thank you and have gratitude for inviting them on. It's the ones that share. Can you, can you just repost? The episode. Can you, right. Can yeah. You post share it? the episode with your followers. Like right. those are the ones that like you want to invite back because they made you feel good that they came to your party. So don't anyway, be the proverbial really- person that shows up and takes three styrofoam plates, fills them up, puts the foil on the top. All right, y'all, I'm out. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right. So I know we're giving you some very abstract ways to think about podcasting right now. If you want some actual tangible tips and things that we're seeing that you can do to be a better guest and to be a better host, please, please, please head over to Flaunt Your Fire. Subscribe to our newsletter. We're going to be diving into some of these things on the newsletter. And also, I know you love Pause in the Play. If you love Erica Corday, we're doing that over there together through the community. And in our community, we're diving into some of this too, because podcasting is an incredible way to get yourself in front of a whole new group of people. We actually have had real clients sign up from our services from listening to podcast episodes that were recorded like eons ago when we first started and somebody else's podcast and they find mm-hmm. our podcast before you know it. They're a pause and the play client in our community. So I say that to say there's an incredible host of opportunities. We've done speaking engagements that I know has been easier to get because we're podcasters. So there's great opportunity here, but you want to make sure that the way that you're doing it paints you in a light where your reputation that you're setting from the beginning is a good one and you get invited to more podcasts and then you get to meet all their podcast host friends like that's how we want this to go for you. <laughs> Word. Anything else you want to add to this? I think the biggest thing that I want people to remember is that podcasting is a relationship. Whether you are the one that is the host, you're the one that's listening, you're the one that wants to be interviewed. And relationships, at least the good ones, are reciprocal. And it comes from a place of actually being concerned and caring about the other people in that relationship with you and how you can support them as well. Yes. And remember that relationships take time. You're not just going to like randomly pop over some stranger's house the first time. You're going to find out a little bit about them first. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here, Erica. Thanks, Andy. Here at Font Your Fire, it's always our goal to keep you in action and implementing the things that you're hearing here on the podcast, because without implementation and action taking, imperfectly, of course, there's no change. There's no growth, right? We're just, we're just procrastinating learning, as I call it. We're just listening and learning things, but not getting anything achieved. So your action items for today, number one. I, if you haven't done it already, what are you waiting on? But head over to the show notes or head over down to where you see those stars. And I'm going to have you rate and review the podcast. In the show notes, you're going to click on ratethispodcast.com slash fire. Or you can just open up your web browser and do that for us there. Or you can head down to where you see the rating and reviews if you're able to find that on your own and leave us a star rating and a written review. The next thing I'd like to see you do is if you've heard some of the things that we're saying and you're like, hey, 
I either want to start being interviewed on other people's podcasts as a way to bring new eyes to my business, or um, I am already doing that, but maybe I could use a little bit of refinement because I heard a couple things that, you know, it would be helpful to get some more tips and tricks. I am going to send you to flauntyourfire.com slash list, flauntyourfire.com slash list. And there you'll be able to sign up for our email newsletter. And for the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about some tips and tricks that you can apply to podcasting. And not only are we going to be talking about tips and tricks, but also just some mindsets to have going into it, like you heard us talk about here. And they're going to be delivered to you in a very tangible, applicable way. Because we just love, you know, podcasting, but we also understand that first impressions can be very lasting. So we want to make sure that your first impression is the impression you intended. All right. So again, you're going to head over to flauntyourfire.com slash list to get on that email newsletter list. I promise we're not spammy. We send you one or less emails a week because I personally don't like getting a ton of emails from people and they're very short and concise and straight to the point. And to rate and review, you're going to go to ratethispodcast.com slash fire. And feel free when you're leaving that rating and review to tell us what you want to hear more of. What do you want to hear us talking about more? What have you enjoyed most here? That really gives us a clear idea of what to keep bringing you every week. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit as a framework, that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?